0: please pray with me generous and loving God may the words of my mouth the words from the mouths of our teens be pleasing to you our strength and our redeemer amen because of your relationships with our teens because of your financial support and your prayers for us This summer, our youth group was able to take an urban mission trip to San Francisco. It was a wonderful week. This year, we tried something unique. We went only with our own group, and we took the time before our mission trip to actually plan out what we wanted to do. We created our own itinerary. In creating that, we were able to do a variety of different kinds of service projects to work with a variety of different kinds of people and to plan some fun activities that we were all interested in doing as well. We were blessed by many chaperones who each stayed with us for a few days at a time. Megan Haupt and Anna Weishart were able to come with us to the Marine Mammal Center and the beach cleanup. Jim Kramer then came out in the middle of the week to help us serve meals at Glide. He led us on a hike in China State Park, and he worked with us in a urban rooftop garden at Glide United Methodist Church. Rita Lundeen came the last few days of the trip. She accompanied us, accompanied us to a meal at Glide, a fun trip through Chinatown, and worked with us at Habitat for Humanity. This morning, our teens, Emma, Mitch, Douglas, and Noah, will tell you about their experiences volunteering. We've put together some pictures of our adventures for you to see as well. My favorite parts of the week were the evenings. After our work was over each day, each night we would gather and pray together, do some scripture reading, talk about our experiences with the service projects we did throughout the day. We chose this passage from Timothy and planned today's worship service in one of those evenings on the trip. I think we've chosen an appropriate passage of scripture, one in which Paul is writing to Timothy. Timothy is most likely a young teen himself who was out at the church in Ephesus doing ministry work, sharing the gospel. Timothy is doing what our teens have done. Timothy is doing what you and I strive to do each day, which is to practice discipleship for the transformation of the world, our United Methodist slogan. Discipleship, or ministry, is all about Relationships. In one of my favorite youth ministry books called The God-Bearing Life, the authors define ministry as a holy way of living toward God and toward one another. It's those holy relationships that were formed on the trip that were most meaningful to me. All those times we shopped and cooked food together at the youth hostel, the homeless people we met on the street, some of whom helped us with the bus system find our way with where we were going, Getting to know all of the different teens and their strengths and gifts, Emma is a runner and very health conscious, so she made sure we had vegetables at every meal. She also made me drink lots of water because, boy, there are a lot of hills in San Francisco and I was exhausted and dehydrated. Mitch and Noah, who are sort of an unlikely pair, even took time while Douglas, Emma, and I were napping to go bake cookies for us together. We even had some donations from the church that we were able to bring with us. Sid packed us some vegetables from Grace Garden that we took with us and ate the first night. And a United Methodist Grace Garden frog came along on one of the cucumbers. (laughs) Didn't make it. Wasn't living. Don't talk to Emma about that. She's still having post-traumatic frog syndrome. (laughs) Emma and I bonded over the fact that we accidentally gave the boys the room that had the bathroom in it. They had their own private bathroom and shower we had to share with everyone else in the hostel. All of those relationships and those times together were possible in that week of all of those sort of mundane things that we did together. And then in the times of high stress, we bonded even more. When I left the lights on in the van overnight and had to call AAA, when beads of sweat were pouring off of me as I was on the top of Lombard Street in Gail Mitchell's van with all the kids, Rita was next to me saying, I think we need Ghirardelli's ice cream sundaes. Let's rearrange our day and make that happen. Paul knew the need for these kinds of relationships in ministry. He knew that deep friendships with one another teach us what God is like. God seeks to be in relationship with each one of us. God is relationship through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. We must learn to tend our relationships with God and with each other. We must attend to these relationships with great care. Service is just one of the ways that we can do this for one another. Paul gives us concrete instructions on how we must conduct ourselves in these relationships through love, faith, integrity in speech and conduct, and through purity. So we've broken up our volunteer projects this morning into each one of these categories. I'd like to introduce you to Mitch Finkling. He's an eighth grader at Holmes Junior High School. He's going to tell you about the meals we served at Glide United Methodist Church in San Francisco.
1: Clyde Memorial Church is a self-proclaimed radically inclusive, just and loving community mobilized by, mobilized to alleviate suffering and break the cycles of poverty and marginalization. Well, there we saw that these words are more than a statement. They are a code that every member of Glyde lives by. Volunteers are enthusiastic and ready to do any work. We served either breakfast or dinner every day of the week. While we were there on our mission trip in San Francisco, as volunteers, we and Davis Youth Groupers split into two teams. One team worked in the regular dining room and ser- serving food, bus- busing tables, and chatting with guests. The other group did much the same, but in a smaller room that served the elderly, disabled, and families. Volunteering made me feel good because it was like giving back to the community. I talked to one guy who was in a wheelchair missing both his legs. And he was kept talking about how Glide's breakfast was served the earliest in the morning, and um, he was just saying how much better it made his day that he could start things off with food in his stomach, because the other churches didn't serve food for like till like eleven, but Glide served at seven and like eight.
0: one of the things we were able to do was have some unique worship experiences, and Noah Papanyi, who's in 11th grade at Da Vinci High School, is going to tell you about our time at Grace Cathedral.
2: So, on Wednesday, we went to the Wednesday evening service at, uh, at Grace Cathedral, which um, is, which as many of you know, is an Episcopalian Church, so that's a little different from uh, usual Methodist uh, worship customs. How many of you out there have ever been to Grace Cathedral? So, then you all know that it is a very large, very ornate cathedral, a lot of very beautiful murals inside, beautiful stained glass windows all over. So, we decided to come to the cathedral slightly early so that we could just walk around and see all and just take in all of the art and the beauty of it. So we arrived roughly half an hour, 45 minutes to look, and then, and then the worship service started, which again, as an Episcopalian service, was very different from Methodist customs. They had, they, there was a lot of music, much like our church. However, the difference is that much of their choir sang in Latin, so that was a bit different. And also, there was the custom of praying on their knees. They had the little pads where one could, where one could kneel for comfort, and so that was something else that was different from how we as methodists usually do but it was a very rewarding and and very fulfilling worship experience because we got to we got to experience how different denominations worship and i think that it sort of i think that it was a way for us to really experience everything and it was very rewarding
0: At the end of the week, we saw a movie called Fruitvale Station, which I urge you all to see. Fruitvale Station is the story of Oscar Grant, a young African-American man who was accidentally or purposely um, shot and killed at the Fruitvale um, BART station down here in the Bay Area. And Emma Finkling is going to come up and share with you her experiences with the movie. Emma is in 11th grade at Davis High School.
3: Hi. Okay. So, yeah, as Bria said, Fruitvale Station is a movie based on a true story about a 22-year-old man who was shot by BART police on New Year's Eve in 2008. So, basically, when we watched this movie, I think it had a really big impact on all of us who went to the mission trip because growing up in Davis, I've been fortunate enough to see very little in the newspaper about brutality against a certain race. And then this movie made me realize that equality isn't an assumption everywhere, but, like, if we make ourselves aware of the inequality around us, we can all work towards a world where everyone is truly equal, and we started talking about speech and conduct in one of our, like, evening discussions, and we were talking about how we wanted to be able to, like, connect ourselves and and the way we spoke to, like, reflect Like the church in a positive way and so that kind of became our goal as we went to serve and glide and help all these different organizations.
0: I'd like to invite Rita up now. We were able to uh, do some work at Habitat for Humanity's Restore that she'll tell you about.
4: And I'm out of high school. (laughs) Um... So I had the privilege, as Bria said, to spend the last two days with our youth group. And we did, we went to San Carlos on Saturday morning, where there's the Habitat Restore. Now, most of you may know that about Habitat, which is an international organization that believes that every man, woman, and child should have a decent, safe, and affordable place to live. Well, around the world, there's also Habitat Restores where you can either donate things or buy things, and all the proceeds go to Habitat. So this is a big warehouse store where people have given gently used um, appliances, cabinets. see People go through remodels and give or things that they don't need, and then they're re- resold at a usable, you know at a, a fair price to um, anybody that comes to the store. So we came and volunteered there in the store for about four hours. So so after our short introduction and a little tour we got divided up and appropriately the the guys got to go break things out by the dumpster they uh had their safety glasses on and gloves and then they each got sledgehammers so they broke up old wood pallets and unusable toilets um Anything else? What, there was a lot of things like that. They just got to break things. They, they, we we, we kind of looked out there, and they were, just, they were just attacking it. They loved it. So Emma, Bria, and I um, ended up at the back side of the store where there was lots of furniture. And again, you can see there, these, this is the furniture we were on. Actually, it was bubble-wrapped for transportation. Someone had donated um, clearly some unique furniture, very specialized, in, and we had to unwrap it, take it, and stage it so it looked sellable. So we took a while doing that and um, did a lot of cooperating in, in the midst of that. And then we did some other cleaning of other cupboards to make um, items sellable. Um, you know, By giving our time, we helped Habitat Humanity support local building projects in, in our community, their community, and around the world. It's always been an honor to work with our youth. They're just, they're pretty amazing. They're hardworking and thoughtful people. And they impress me and encourage me, and they're a great example of putting faith to good works.
0: Much like Grace Garden, uh, Glide United Methodist has a community garden on the top of their very tall uh, church, and it serves um, the Glide families that live in their housing there. I'd like to welcome Douglas Layson to come up and share our experiences in the garden. Douglas is a senior this year at Dixon High School.
5: Our experience from working in the Glide garden is proof that we can help people and make a difference in any community. We didn't spend a lot of our time there, but that just goes to show that not every act of fellowship needs to be huge in itself. The impact of that fellowship is what really matters. The Grace Garden provides a place for children who, the children of the workers and children who live in the city, a place to... Uh, be away from the streets and do something for themselves and the community. For me, the garden, working in the garden, is like working on faith. In order to improve it, you need to nurture it, and, and it grows beyond all expectations into something that is truly beautiful. Beautiful. The Grace Garden is a symbol of change because it is this green speck in this mass of gray, like this giant city. And they are growing food for Glide, which is given to the homeless people. And they are uh, getting fresh food. And I think that is a step in the right direction.
0: You mentioned the fun we had at Ghirardelli's. Uh, we also were able to go to the Rosie the Riveter Museum, which is down in Richmond, California. It's a really fantastic free museum and has some incredible movies about um, our California shipping history, some of which is dark and shocking. We went to Pier 39. There's Emma and Mitch. Jim Kramer took the kids on an eight-mile hike straight up. That was the one they picked. Emma ran the whole way. Like half of it. <laughs> there are so many ways that you can support these amazing teenagers. I'm am so appreciative of your prayers and your cards, and I always welcome and encourage more prayer. It does amazing things. We also meet on Sunday evenings and are happy to take donations of food um, for our junior high and high school joint dinner every Sunday night. We're also always looking for chaperones for events and drivers. These teens are beyond amazing, and we have such a good time together. I'm anxious for you to get to know them as well as I have gotten to know them. So thank you for listening to our experiences this morning.